What's up, everybody? It's your cute boy, espresso boy, Caleb Tegler here. Um, Just a quick disclaimer. We did record this episode a little over a month ago, so if anything seems dated or if you make any references that are a little old at this point, that's why. Um, And also, if the audio is a little bit weird, it's because we recorded this one with a special guest over uh, Skype. Um, So his audio does sound a little bit different than ours, but it should be good and beautiful for your ears, and I hope you enjoy. Thank you. Welcome back. Do you want me to start? Welcome back to the Espresso Boys podcast, <laughs> the show about nothing where we talk about everything. I'm your cute boy, Espresso Boy, Caleb Tegler. I'm your bad boy, uh, Espresso Boy. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> I'm your bad boy, Espresso Boy, Brandon Thomas Dahl, Hyphen Holly. We have a very special episode today. You'll find out why in just a little bit. But first, are your topics. Brandon, what's the first topic? Uh, food. Foods. Foods. Yeah, food. And our second topic is kind of a surprise. You will figure out in just a few minutes. Uh, so let's get right into it. But first, we have to do business. Brandon, what's on the agenda today for business? Patreon per use. Um, you can go check out our Patreon page, uh, www.patreon.com forward slash theexpressoboys.com. Uh, wait. Patreon.com forward slash, slash the Expresso, the Expresso Boys. Boys. Yeah. Yes. So uh, <laughs> we're super professional and we have this stuff figured out. So basically, uh, you can go check that out. Patreon is a way for us to be able to... My most important thing is increase um, production value. Yes. I'm all about it. And so far, we've been able to get a uh, interface that helps us to split microphones up and record separate microphones, which has been huge, super helpful. Um, but we also have bigger goals. We want to get lights... We cameras, got a camera. action. We want to do the whole thing. We want to yes, we want to expand a little bit. Um, so, anyways, that's what help the Patreon helps to do. But we're not. You're not just handing out money. You get stuff in return. So you can go check out those different tiers on there. See if anything looks appealing to you. What makes sense for your life. Uh, and yeah, it's pretty awesome. Go check us out on Twitter and Instagram as well at the Expresso Boys. Um, I've been posting mostly Danny DeVito stuff for the past few weeks. Obviously. As, uh, as one would and should. Yeah. But before we get into our first topic, which I guess will segue us into our first topic, yeah. we must introduce a special guest we have today over Skype. He is the podcast host and creator of the Black Star podcast, Randy Greer. Randy, can you hear us? Yes, I can. Thank you. Sweet. So uh, for this first topic, we kind of wanted to get to... Wait, actually, real quick. Yeah. So we met Randy on Reddit. Yes, we did. I love Reddit so much. And one big reason, well, okay, so first off, I didn't really appreciate Reddit up until recently. And when I was making donuts, <laughs> I needed to learn how to make a better glaze. And so I went on Reddit and I was like asking the bakers, how do you make a better glaze? They gave me an answer. It was great. And it was fantastic. And then I was like, wait, Reddit's amazing. And so we went on to um, po- a podcast um, subreddit. And I was like, hey, we want to, you know, the Express Boys wants to do some um, promotional stuff with other podcasters and kind of get creative with each other. Lo and behold, this one stuck. So now we actually get to hang out with Randy. Yeah. And f- so, uh, Randy, your podcast is uh, Black Star Podcast, correct? Yes. Okay. 
wait okay so wait should we just segue into like what this is okay can you explain what your podcast is because uh for our for our listeners it's amazing it makes us look and not to say we're professional at all but it makes us look uh way less profe- like, professional it's than incredible. we are yeah so we're anyway, hit us with like a little a little description of what your podcast is all about okay sure um and thank you by the way uh so black star it's actually an audio drama um that i'm producing and it's a it's a pretty long story that i'm putting together and it's a space adventure and there's all these sound effects and music and voice acting uh but what i'm using the podcast for is to kind of host that and facilitate momentum for the story so in the meantime i'm not just posting the audio drama i'm actually just interviewing people about science fiction topics or sometimes we talk about what goes into making the project and i'll post those discussions in tandem uh, just to kind of supplement you know listeners while i continue to produce the rest of the story that yeah okay so i i think i i don't know if it was the most recent one that you posted or one close to it but you were talking about i think it was chapter five that you just finished up with um something like that and you were talking about some of the sound effects and like the sound engineering that you were you were doing um and that was like it was very impressive like the i i was it chapter five is that the one that you were just recently talking about yeah that would have been the most recent one yeah so i think you were saying talking about like the alien sound effects and like what what it took to create those sound effects so for our listeners do you mind just kind of like talking about what what it like kind of detail you're doing inside of this audiobook that you're creating yeah of course so uh, anytime i make a sound i usually I, I visually see what needs the sound and then uh, from there i can he- usually hear in my head what needs to happen and i kind of just work at you know the either the library of sounds that i have or you know, the recording equipment that I have to go capture them myself. And I'll put those sounds together until it's uh, either what I had in my head or better. And then sometimes that includes something just as simple as going into my recording booth and snapping some twigs. Or sometimes it's like finding a farmer and reaching out to them and saying, hey, can I record your pigs before you <laughs> slaughter them for the fair? And, uh, and then I'm just going to tweak, you know, anything from pitch speed um other forms of modulation uh, just sorry audio jargon there but yeah um sometimes it's just a lot of layers it's not just one sound that creates a sound sometimes it's it's upwards of 10 or 12 sounds that create one second of sound so uh yeah it can be a lot of detail or i can get really lucky and just make a great recording yeah the the first i listened to uh well when we first heard about you i went and i listened to the first episode and I had I had no idea what to expect, and so like it started, and I was like, from the very like intro of the first episode, I was like, all right, this guy's legit. Um, okay, I have a question for you. What is like the weirdest way you've gotten a sound? Has hmm. you ever like stepped in a watermelon or? <laughs> actually yeah i've done exactly that before um i don't feel like that's weird though because you do if you want like flesh noises you do end up like squishing things a lot of good food yeah just it's just food in general just Um, punching a peach yeah (laughs) i set them up on my punching bag and no um so i had a plan to just like make jello and smash it and just kind of flop it around for one of the noises 
and I actually didn't even end up doing that because I got the sound I was looking for just from stirring the Jello mix. Oh. Uh, that's not like really weird. Um, uh, when I when I think of weird, I think of almost like embarrassing to tell, and I don't have too many of those. <laughs> but um, one that I just didn't expect was I was trying to make the sound of snowfall, um, which doesn't really make a sound, but I needed to communicate it, and I discovered it on accident because I was making popcorn, and then when I brought the bowl over to the couch, I could hear it kind of like making the sound I thought snowfall would make. So wow. yeah, I had to make another one and run it into the recording room and record that. <laughs> um, lots of animals. Um, I'll get as close as I can to upsetting an animal just to get an interesting noise <laughs> <laughs> without hurting any, any animals myself or, you know, um, no animals were technically hurt in the making of this podcast. <laughs> they may have been aggravated. Yeah. Slightly very hurt. frustrated animals. Um, I, uh, geez, what's another good one? Sometimes, uh, I mean, I have a really cool one. I went to a race recently. Um, it was a Ferrari challenge out in Monterey. Mm-hmm. And I just recorded a bunch of Ferraris and they let us down to the garage and we just, wow. I could have just stuck the microphone up the exhaust pipe and no one would have cared. Wow. It was that, yeah, it was that cool. Um, That's incredible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot, a lot of fruit, like you were asking, I have wasted two perfectly good watermelon. <laughs> um, what a shame. Much, <laughs> yeah. As the grocery store started to like question now at this point, like you sure buy a lot of watermelons. <laughs> <laughs> no. And I, I hate doing it cause I love watermelon, but um, I've actually gone in there before and asked, like, hey, do you guys have any compost that you're you're done with so I can take some fruit off your hands? And I think they're afraid people will eat it. Oh, and okay, yeah. yeah. Liability. A lawsuit. Yeah, and I'm, I mean, <laughs> sure, but I, I get it. But either way, it's not very expensive to buy a small handful of produce and, you know, break it. What is, uh, what's like the hardest sound that you've had to, like, you've tried a bunch of things and nothing worked? What was that? Yeah, well, well, yeah, what's just giving you the most challenge? Okay, I don't, uh, yeah, that's that's a better way of putting it because I like, I'll just like headbutt it till I figure it out yeah. sometimes. Um, <laughs> I think in chapter five, I don't know, I think this was in the preview. There's like a, there's like a giant squid alien and it makes a bunch of noise. And that was really, that whole chapter was just really tedious because of how much action was happening. And anytime you have footsteps, um, vocalizations, combat, um, music, like all of that at once, it just becomes like a, a balance and sorting game. And sometimes you have to cut things that you want, really wanted to have. And, you know, and then it sounds good and you go into your car and listen to it on the freeway and it sounds like trash. <laughs> so you have to go back and fix it. And, um, I think those, those alien monster noise in chapter five were probably the hardest just because they had this sound nasty like with their motions right. and they also had to vocalize that too. So I'm going to, I'm going to go with pick any sound in chapter five. And okay. We'll say yes. Chapter five was the problem child. <laughs> uh, so what got you into this? Like, how'd you, what inspired you to do it? Like, and how'd you like, what, what got you here? Okay. I really wanted to do music. Uh, I wanted to compose music professionally. And uh, the more I pursued that Avenue academically, uh, the more I found that sound design was actually a more practical route. Um, so I went to school for digital audio technology, and, and that was here in California in the Bay Area. And the more I worked there, I mean, the, a lot of people there were going to be like sound engineers where they would be programming software for sound, and then the other half of us were going to actually make sound effects 
um, but no one really needed any music. And it turns out, like, I can do music any day of the week just for fun mm -hmm. and not get stressed about it. Um, and that's kind of one thing that made me, made me want to pursue it a little less professionally. I'd still take it if it came. But uh, the more I worked in school and got professional um, projects for class, the more I just ended up doing sound design. And I wanted to go into the gaming industry and do sound design for games. And that requires a couple more steps in the process that I just don't do right now. And uh, yeah, I just started honing in on my sound design skills. And then in the meantime, waiting to find a job like that, I just didn't want to sit around not doing sound. Yeah. So made this. That's awesome. Um, I saw that you had a, um, a, a colleague of yours or a friend of yours that works at 2K Games um, on one of your podcasts and uh i have a cousin that works over there as well and it sounds like he so he works for he works at 2k uh in novato and i think they're he he works for nba 2k or like i don't know what department or whatever that would be so sound design is not quite as dramatic i wouldn't imagine there but i can only imagine that working in sound design in video games would be I mean, I, I got to imagine you're teeing yourself up quite well. If, uh, when this audiobook comes out, I imagine it will be successful. Um, and this seems like that would be the perfect resume to hand to someone in that kind of field. Is that, are you pursuing, do you think after this book is released, are you going to continue to pursue something in that in video games or, or how do you, how do you see, what do you see coming of, of this book? Okay. I would like to see this. Well, I would like to, put this book on Amazon and Audible uh, just for people to just circulate, download, listen to, and to upset a lot of other sound designers because the bar has been raised nice. for audio dramas. Um, but, you know, with my name on that, I would like to, uh, you know, revamp my my resume, go to, go to game studios again and make my rounds with applications. Um, I mean, if, if you just keep applying and you haven't made any changes since the last time they didn't hire you, um, you're you're trying the same thing, expecting something new. Yeah. So that's that's good. that's my approach. That's a really good um, <clears throat> mindset to have too. Yeah, thank you. And um, I know the challenges are completely different uh, in uh, game audio. Uh, of course, the ones that I'm facing now do still exist in game audio, but you also have to program. You also have to implement the stuff into the game, and you have to make sound and music. That um, yeah, my friend Kagan talked about this where. The, the player is the person who's in control of what happens even sonically. Like if they stay in one room for 30 minutes, um, that's up to them. Yeah, so, that's interesting. Yeah, the sound has to facilitate that without ruining the experience. Whereas like if you just listen to the same 30 seconds of Blackstar over and over again for, for 30 minutes, you would get tired of it really quick. So um, you said you're like a, you're a musician as well. So do you do a lot of the music that's in the podcast or where does that come from? Uh, I do just about all of the music. Dang. Every now and then I, I will hear something just as I'm listening for pleasure and I'll just be really captivated by it. And maybe I'll try and recreate something like it and just not be happy with it. Mm -hmm. So I'll actually ask that artist. I'll you know try and contact them. Hey, can I use your music in my podcast? Or hey, would you like to make something for Blackstar? And uh, I actually got a hold of someone really cool. Um, his artist name is Laserpunk, and he makes this really cool, like, cyberpunk kind of music. 
And yeah, he actually replied and he's like, yeah, go ahead use it for whatever you That's want. That's awesome, just, dude. Yeah. That's so, so cool. Uh, yeah. I just got to send it to him when I'm done so he can hear it. And uh, he even said he'd put it all over his social wow. media just to blow it up. So. That's killer. Is that just, was that just kind of the luck of the draw? You asked him at the right time kind of thing? Uh, I asked a couple of people and most of the time they don't reply, especially right. if, if they're professional. Um, but every now and then you get the person who knows the struggle or they, they're going through it themselves and they're like, sure, whatever you need to help yourself, go for it. And he, uh, he responded pretty quick and he actually listened to the first two chapters, which I also didn't expect. That's cool. And, uh, yeah, I'm actually finishing up that part where his music is going to be included, uh, probably in the next week. Nice. So you, did you go to school for music? I started to go, uh, for just a general music degree and associates in music and that included so many things that I did not expect. Okay. But yeah, I, I, uh, I finished almost all of it except for two classes of musicianship because it turns out I cannot stand uh, classical guitar, at least oh. playing it. There you go. <laughs> there you, I, I'll be honest. I wish I could relate. <laughs> I'm one of those. I'm like, I when I was younger, I used to play drums and guitar and all that good stuff. But it was a, I, I covered the most elementary basics of them and then. I was like, well, I got that, so I guess I'm done there. <laughs> so did you play growing up? Uh, yeah, I would say yes. I forget that I'm not 13 anymore, but uh, that's around when I started playing um, bass guitar was at 13, and then I realized bass guitar was not electric guitar, and then started playing electric <laughs> Slightly guitar different. after that. Just a little bit different, but uh, yeah, I knew what I liked musically, and then I just never wanted to take lessons because I didn't want it to turn into a chore or homework. Right. Yeah, so that's that's been it. Thirteen, and I'm 28 now. So for that long. Um. So we're gonna kind of transition into our next topic, but I have one more question that should segue us there perfectly. What are uh some of your like biggest sci-fi inspirations for creating Black Star? Mm, I think my biggest inspirations are probably going to be somewhere between Mass Effect. And Dead Space. Wait, actually, okay, there you go. I just started playing Mass Effect again, and boy, oh boy, I fall in love with that game every single time. I I don't know what it was. I think I was like prepping for this week and all of that, playing Mass Effect. I think for whatever reason, oh, that's what it was. In my head, I was um, envisioning like while I was playing Mass Effect, I was like, this could be a fun type of a topic of conversation that uh, we could get into with with Randy because. I was like, your audio podcast kind of, or your, uh, yeah, your, your podcast kind of reminds me of Mass Effect. So that's kind of funny that that worked out like that. I, Cause I get that feel from your, from your podcast. Mass Effect, I love because it has such a great storyline. Um, but also, obviously, it's just really a lot of fun to play. So sorry to cut you off. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. And then, real quick, our, so segueing into our next topic. You said that you, before we started recording, you were in bands previously, before, in a past life, perhaps. <laughs> yes. Um, on this journey, well, let's just transition real quick. This next topic of conversation is weird, weird foods. Yes, or food in general. Or food in general. Weird, weird food, good, good food. Good, good food, weird, weird food, doesn't just really foods. matter. Food in general. Um, you said, okay, let's do this. Where all did you travel while in in band? And before that question one what kind of band was that was this that you were in 
Okay, here you go. This was a Christian hardcore metal band. There it is. Yeah. That's the and, one. Uh, and that's you'll hear some of that influence in the music for Black Star. If there's any guitar work, I'm just chunking it out myself. <laughs> what are but, what were some of your like go-to listens? Um recently actually are you talking about then or now? Well, it, then and now. Okay, then it was just a ton of As I Lay Dying nice. and Honest Burns Red. <laughs> nice. Um by the way, Tim Lambesis is out of prison now. And oh, so we're in good <laughs> shape. <laughs> yes, no, um, he, he released a, a song. It's basically a musical apology. Nice. But, there you um, go. Was yeah, it titled now Whoops? I would say, yeah. Uh, <laughs> now I would say the, the musical go-to um, was as much of the Doom soundtrack. I oh, okay. Played. Yeah, that's, that soundtrack is just gnarly. And I watched so much on the making of that. And it just inspired a lot for Chapter 5. And then, um, not so metal, but a lot of Final Fantasy fifteen. Nice. Just amazing music. Yeah. Um, so Did you ever get uh, into, you, like, um, Sleeping Giants or those kind of guys? Yeah, we actually met... Jeez, um, who was it? It was Maddie Montgomery's parents. Because uh, um, they had a band before that. Like, we played with Sleeping Giant and Petaluma. Wow, that's uh, pretty cool. A lot... And they had like this, I think it was called like, it was a theater. And they had like a skate park in the theater and graffiti everywhere. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah. One of the coolest places we got to play. And they fed us. That's always a good day. So a plus. Um, no weird food from them. But uh, yeah, we we were into that. Everyone in the band had a different like and dislike. So yeah. What was your band called? We were called We Set Fire. Can we find you on YouTube now? Yeah, you probably find some pretty awkward live videos yeah. and some That's what pretty we were hoping decent, for, you know? Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> and you'll find some what I would not be as embarrassed of, uh, like uploads of the studio music. Does the title track Empowerment from Prevail ring a bell? Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's a good one. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, so on the road, where all did you tour? Uh, we we went up and down California a lot, and we also made our way out as far as Texas and lots of places in between on the way there and back. And you said you uh, you ate some pretty strange things on the road. What were some of those? Uh, well, sometimes we would just go shopping, and we would just buy all the food that was on sale, <laughs> and we would just eat it because we didn't really care. And You know, like you can only have so much Jack in the Box or so much yeah. Taco Bell or so much food poisoning before you <laughs> want like real food. And at some point we needed to finish what was in our box before we got more food. So there was like raviolis, peanut butter and bread. Oh, so yum. just for fun, we put it all together and made a ravioli <laughs> peanut butter sandwich. Ravioli peanut butter sandwich is uh, actually we're sponsored by ravioli peanut butter sandwich <laughs> this week. So thank for you sure. so much to them for everything you've done for us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, what was it? I had a question. What was it? Um, I don't remember. I that's lost okay. It. I lost it. You're human. Well, no, that's not okay. No, that's not okay. <laughs> okay. Um, what's some weird food that you've enjoyed, Caleb? Wait. Okay. So you you thought of this? Where's your head at? Where are you at? My my head is not actually in a weird food space. Okay. You're just ta- you got something good on your mind. A yeah. Hungry belly over there. A hungry belly is what's on my mind. Um, I, I think growing up, my mom like had a very she's she's very picky and so she would usually decide what we ate growing up and so we would like go out and have like 
chicken tacos or something very normal okay. and white. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so th- I think that's mostly what I ate was like chicken and salad growing up. But as I've gotten older, you know. Your palate has, quote, developed. I had not. I think the first time I had sushi, I was like 17. No way. Yeah. That's way. Because my mom does not like fish. Oh. Her mom forced her to eat fish as a child, so she scarred. Yikes. Um. So I, I've eaten a lot of food that I li- and I'm not picky at all. I'll eat garbage if I have to. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, like, uh, I had Thai food, was something I'd never had until somewhat recently. Um, I'd never ventured out in Mexican cuisine, outside of a chicken taco for the most part. Really. So for me, this is all brand You're new. You're open, open your eyes. World. Yeah. Um, and w- one of the best things I ever ate was a gordito at Gracias Madre. I thought you were going to say Taco Bell. No, not Taco Bell. At Gracias Madre in San Francisco, which is the vegan oh, restaurant yeah, yeah, yeah. owned by yeah. Tercy's. Yep. Uh, shout out to Tercy. her. Tercy. Sorry. Um, that was honestly one of the best things I've ever eaten. It was no, like that place is bananas. It is so good. Randy, if you ever get a chance to go to San Francisco, you're married, right? Yes, I am. Okay, if you ever get a chance to go to San Francisco, take your wife out to a nice date uh, to Gracias Madre. They are incredible. It's, it's a, all vegan. Yeah, it's all vegan, but you wouldn't be able to tell no, by yeah. eating that. My wife, um, my wife and I, we went there for some birthday, I think, and she was like, we're going to a vegan restaurant. Naturally, I was thrilled. Oh, great. Boy, oh, boy. A vegan restaurant. This sounds exciting. And you get there, it's incredible. There is nothing about that place that you're like, no, this tastes vegan. Everything about it's like, this is, I could live off yeah. this. It's incredible. It made me so, want to go vegan. And then I realized, oh, that's very difficult. Oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> that's no fun at all. Oh, wait, I have to cook? No, I don't want to do Never that. Never mind. Forget that. Here I come, Baldos. So anyways, yeah, if you ever get to uh, San Francisco, Gracias Madres, that's the place. That's the go-to. Um, for me, let me tell you about my weird food experiences. Yeah. Very little. You want to know why? <laughs> why? Because I'm a man that sticks to my guns. <laughs> I know what I like, and I'm going to go with that. My fear, if I ever had to like go on a mission strip or something like that, is that I'd have to eat weird food. And I don't want to do that. Mm. Because, you know, like, so for example, I don't go to Red Robins hardly ever. But whenever <laughs> I do, whenever I do go to Red <laughs> Robins, I get the Red Robin burger. That's it. That's it. Done. Set in stone. I know I like it. I'm done. And here's the reason why I think. My mom... God bless her. What she would do is she would go out and she'd venture on her food choices and almost always be disappointed and feel like the staff at that fine dining establishment was out to get her. And Maybe that's because she's going to Red Robin all the time. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> that's not the case. She'd go anywhere and she'd get something new. And I would say, are you sure you want to do that? Because you're always disappointed and you always feel like someone's out to get you. And for me, I'm like, I know I'm gonna, I know what I'm gonna get every time. I know it's good. I know I like it. I can't be disappointed. So I don't venture out too much. All of my close friends and companions can agree to this. If they ever gone out to dinner, you know what I get when I go out to sushi? What? I okay. So you for get example, a California roll? No, 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 no. <laughs> I actually like sushi. That sushi's good. Um, if I go out to like, um, what's the place around here? Hasui. 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 They have a Jack Two roll on their menu. Get that every time. Go out to Blue Nami, Jack 2 roll. Get that every time. If I go anywhere, if I go anywhere for sushi, 
I'm on my phone looking at the blue Nami menu, trying to figure out what's on the Jack 2 so I can get something <laughs> that tastes like the Jack 2 because <laughs> I know I'm going to like it. It never fails. It never disappoints. So for weird food, can't really say I'm making cheese right now. Yeah, That could be weird. You are making cheese. <laughs> I am currently making cheese. That could be weird. And maybe next week we'll have something good to talk about. But <laughs> for me on that end, I got nothing. I got nothing. Uh, in my senior year of high school, me and a bunch of my friends went out to an all-you-can-eat sushi restaurant. And they made me eat, like, we all ate it. It wasn't just me. It was, like, an octopus. Ugh. But it was still kind of moving. Ooh, wait a minute. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't actually moving, but it was kind of moving. And it was not good. Randy, are you a seafood guy? Mm, I'm not really biased one way or the other. I mean, I'll eat it if it smells good. And you'd smash it if it <laughs> gave a good sound? It smells good. Yeah, I'll do that too. <laughs> For sure. No doubt about it. I'd smash the heck out of seafood. I listen to my food before I eat it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, are you going to finish that? <laughs> yeah, that, that unfinished California roll is going to make a great sound. <laughs> what's uh what's like what what's your go-to what's your go-to food that's never going to disappoint for you, Caleb? I mean, if you Okay, let's do this. Well, I yeah. think we might have done this before. Okay. Your last meal. Oh, yeah, okay. What, have we done that before? Yeah, we did, but we could listen to Randy's last meal. Okay, yeah. Randy, hit us. What's your last meal? What's your, uh, you're on your deathbed. Your family's all around you. You got, you got one more meal in front of you that you're going to be able to enjoy. What is that? Is it one course? No. Heck no. Are you kidding me? We're going. Oh. No, let's go two courses. Let's go dinner and dessert. All right, we're not going <laughs> to get extravagant. Dessert. Let's dinner just go and dinner and dessert. Okay. And a beverage. All right. Well, uh, it's going to be probably this place called Pizza Plus. I don't know. If you guys ever make no. your way out I've never this down. way, if you guys ever come out here, I will buy you pizza. Wow. Done. Like, that's how good it is. Done. Um, there's only like two locations and they're both phenomenal. So Pizza Plus is a must for me. Um, dessert wise, I'm I'm pretty simple. Like give me some give me some ice cream, maybe like strawberry cheesecake ice cream. Okay. I, I went to this uh ice cream place in Davis the other day. And I had a mango chili ice cream. I don't know how I feel about venturing that. out, baby. Yeah, it was delicious. Was honestly. it good? Yeah, it was really good. Was it, it um, good scoop? I don't. It was by a ramen place. I don't remember what either nah, of them know. were called. Um, but I tried that, and then I tried a avocado lavender. I think is what it was. Ice cream. Okay. Yeah. It Ice was, cream's getting weird now. It was like I had a sample of that and I was like, it's good, but I wouldn't want a bowl of it. Yeah. Yeah. Ice cream's getting a little weird. They're taking some pretty extravagant turns <laughs> out there. I think there's at one point someone's going to have to sit Mr. Ice Cream down and just be like, listen, let's just go back to the basics. All right. Because you're getting out of hand now. Strawberry. Let's just stick Neapolitan. With, let's stick with what we know <laughs> and we're going to call it good from there. If I had to choose a last meal, and wait, did you choose your last meal? No, you go first, though. Okay. So I would have a beef wellington prepared by Gordon Ramsay himself. If it's not prepared by Gordon Ramsay, kill me now. I'm done. I don't care. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay prepares me a nice beef wellington. And for dessert, probably like I have a sweet tooth. Mm -hmm. So do you know what I'm going to do? What? I'm going to go to some like frozen yogurt place and just give me a just dumpster dumpster can <laughs> worth of ice cr or like frozen yogurt and all them good good oh, chocolate suffocate toppings. myself in that vat of uh, ice yeah cream. let me lay upon that and that's how i go out i go out in a giant dumpster can full of frozen yogurt 
it's I want to keep things classy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm a classy I want to make sure I go out when people can remember me in, in a good way. So yeah. that's how I'd go. Um, are you familiar with the show Triple D? Diners, drive-ins, and dives oh. with one Guy Fieri. <laughs> oh, I am aggressively Here's aware. Here's what I'd say. I say, I'm on my deathbed, family's all around. I say, go get me Guy Fieri. Give me, right? give me, give me. He comes, I say, listen, bud, you go pick me out anything you want. Whatever you think is right for me, I'll eat it and enjoy it. So I tell Guy, go to whatever restaurant anywhere in the world on my tab and give me something good and something delicious. The end. And the <laughs> guy, you have full reign, yeah. my friend. This is all up to and you. And everything in my will goes to you as well. <laughs> did I tell you that I met a person that met Guy Fieri? I know someone who did as well. What they say about him? Uh, she he hit on her. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Because that is the exact <laughs> that is the exact kind of person that the guy <laughs> that I met that met him said he kind of is. I he bet. is not a he is not a straight shooter. And he's a little like, you know, hey, this is a PG podcast. We're not going to cross lines. Yeah. But a little bit of a D bag. <laughs> Believe it or not. We're like the Guy Fieri to us is like Bill Cosby to Hannibal Burris. We're outing him right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're outing him. This episode of Expressive Boys is brought to you by Diners, Diners Drives, and Dives, and Pizza Plus. <laughs> and Pizza Plus. <laughs> Perfect. Well. <clears throat> I think that's it for these two topics. Perfect. That's a tight that's a tight thirty. That's a tight thirty. Uh Randy. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for being with us this week. We appreciate you. We love you. It means the world to us. And for those again, shout uh for the plug of his podcast. Yeah. Black Star Well, okay, Andy or er, Randy. Randy. Randy, hit us with your uh podcast title. How can how can people find you? Sure. If you search Black Star Audiobook on iTunes, you'll find it there. It's on Spotify also. Um, I'm pretty sure it's wherever podcasts are, as as the cool kids say. And if you want to actually get the other chapters now, you can go to randygreermusic.com slash Blackstar, make a pre-order, and we start sending them to you because we're all the way through Chapter 5, um, halfway through Chapter 6. Uh, you can also just become a patron for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash Adventure. And that will also get you full access to the book before it's out. Um, those are the main places you're going to find it. You can get updates on Twitter at BlackStarOnAir. And uh, between all of that, I think you're set. Sweet. Do you have an Instagram at all? I have a personal oh, Instagram. Okay. Do you want to plug that or no? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not crazy about it, but if anyone wants to uh, follow me, sometimes I'll post updates for Blackstar on there or like little videos of me smashing fruit. Nice. Um, yeah, I'm into that. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's going to be Wreck-It Randy. Wreck-It Wreck Randy. Randy. I like that. Wreck-It Randy. I'm wrecking fruit. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's your target audience is people who enjoy wrecked fruit. <laughs> Take you, that, you hate fruit or you love fruit? This is perfect for you. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks so much, man. This has been a super awesome experience, and uh, we are excited to see what takes place with your audiobook. You're going to absolutely kill it. So thanks again, man. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Thank you, guys. I, I definitely appreciated being on here. You guys are awesome hosts, and I look forward to doing it again. For sure. Uh, to close out our episode, thanks for listening. We love all of you listeners. Uh, go check us out on Patreon.com. Oh, we love slash. most of you listeners. Yeah, we love most of you. The other guys. All right. Brian. Chad. <laughs> yeah.
check us out on patreon.com forward slash the Expresso Boys, Instagram and Twitter at the Expresso Boys. We love you, we miss you, and uh, keep it classy, keep it nasty.